Hello out there. Uh, this is Johnny and Kevin of the Kicking and Streaming Podcast. Um, we wanted to jump in here and uh, give you a little debrief on uh, what we're going to be talking about today because unfortunately we had some major technical difficulties. I was going to use minor there at first, um, but they were major technical difficulties in uh, over the course of editing the podcast that we recorded uh, watching Spiders live. Um, the, the movie is not called Spiders Live. We were watching it live while no, recording. No, it's, it's not like a live recording of a Broadway production. No, I wish. Um, it was like Spiders the Rock. Yeah, it's show. not like Jesus Christ Superstar. Or, <laughs> that was just on NBC. This, this was a movie. If there, only. It was filmed. It was edited. Yeah, we were watching it on Netflix, and I was editing it um, two days ago, and... Um, as I was editing it, um, GarageBand crashed and, or it froze and, and, um, something happened to only the audio file of, of Kevin, Kevin's voice and my voice. Only that portion of the audio file. We kept the intro music and these little clips that we were going to use as part of the intro for... The episode 20, um, as it was really cool, we had all the the selections of spiders out of the bowl mm-hmm. in a row, kind of, I tried to put some creepy ambiance and reverb on it, it sounded all weird and like, you know, like a flashback kind of thing, and I was really psyched about it, and then GarageBand crashed, and I tried to reopen it, and it had just lost the audio file of our uh, our voices and of the movie playing in the bra- in the background. So the weirdness of spiders continues. Yeah, it's definitely definitely cursed our podcast now. We we have to be on the lookout for some kind of like goblin hopping around in my room or something. Mm-hmm. We were like uh we were like kids playing with a Ouija board in a PG-13 horror movie. Yeah, that's exactly We were like, this is fun. We want to let the spirits into our (laughs) podcast. And now the spirits are in the podcast and they're purposely trying to sabotage it. And they're deviant spirits. And turn dad against mom. Yeah. And And it almost worked. Um, So we won't able, we won't be able to do like a live, um, like watching and critiquing and joking about spiders. Um, but, um, you know, I, we, we, we're going to do a show that is fully based around spiders. We're going to talk about this, you know, some of the scenes that we loved a lot, the themes from the movie, some of the hilarious moments, some of the great acting performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so we just wanted to give you a little bit of head, heads up there. This isn't the usual uh, you know, hour and 45 minute uh, watching podcast. It's going to be a little bit shorter than that, probably a little bit longer than a normal kind of conversation, 45-minute podcast, but it's going to be fully devoted to spiders, so we appreciate your patience, um, and we're just, uh, let's get into it. Let's just do it. And we wanted to also add, uh, we're going to do another watch of spiders. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, probably to mark an anniversary episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. so if you're kind of like, I wanted to watch spiders along with you. <laughs> Which, if that was you, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> because <laughs> we're gonna get into why uh, it might be the worst movie i've ever seen in my life it was a delight uh right, what, so let's cue up the intro music <laughs>
zero. We're in our 20s. Congratulations to us. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited. We are living in a world where Meek Mill is free, but... Ah, praise be. But the rap community giveth, the rap community taketh away. Kanye West has assigned (laughs) Donald Trump Make America Great Again, Matt. Holy shit, What is this world coming to... Who knows? What a crazy three days. It really has. But what a time to be in your 20s in a podcast. What a time to be a Philly fan, Kevin. What I a gotta time hand to be it a to Philly you. fan in the Philly sauce. Uh, coining that now. <laughs> I'm sure it's been said somewhere already. Because everybody likes to add a sauce. Yeah. Maconnaissance. Yeah. It's like um, adding gate to the end of a controversy or scandal. Yeah, that feels more legitimate, though. Really? But I, I, well, I feel like sauce has been added a lot of times. I feel like... I feel like the the dash gate is almost like a fully culturally accepted jargon now, mm-hmm. whereas like Assange still feels like kind of forced sometimes. But like Deflate Gate, that felt that that was normal. That felt normal. That's literally what um in the uh, NBC News archives it's labeled as. Yeah. Like Deflate Gate. Spy Gate mm-hmm. again. The Patriots. A, a lot of gates. A lot, there's, there's many gates. There's many uh, fences. Mm-hmm. You know Denzel and Viola. Oh, wow. Great rep. There's a, yeah. I still haven't even seen that movie. Anyway! Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, we're here in episode 20. We're in Johnny's room. We're kicking it back. We're kicking back. We're kicking back. And I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, honestly, (laughs) because I don't do the intros for the discussion. That's true. You never intro in this room, usually. I'm screwing it up royally. Right. Right? <laughs> You're fine, man. It's, it's all Usually good. Usually I'm on the couch. I'm like, let's watch a movie when I run out of steam. But now I don't know what to say to any of you. Now, I'll, I'll start by asking Johnny a simple question. Johnny, how's your week going? Um, It's going pretty well. I had a pretty casual day on Monday. Um, You know, Tuesday pretty well it's wednesday today right it's wednesday Monday. yeah we're so we're we're a little bit more more than halfway through the week which is always a good thing um i don't know it's been kind of low-key so far it's been casual so i really can't complain it's been good so far it's a casual week yeah casual right. late april week indeed it, the weather's getting nicer so it's not it's not getting don't nicer. don't come no don't I'm complain complaining. I'm complaining. Screw you, man. It's like 50 degrees all day, every day now. Now. I need it to be 68 and sunny now. What are you, from LA? Yeah, bro. Dude, you're from Pennsylvania. You should be used to this bullshit. Uh, Well, this is March bullshit. No, If we're being quite frank. No, April, 50 degrees is normal in April. Mm, No, it's not. It should be April warm showers. Everybody's all bipolar about the weather these days, and I'm not happy. It, well, man. I'm pretty sure that groundhog said. <laughs> if your argument includes Punxsutawney Phil, Kevin, you've already lost. I guess I've already <laughs> lost. I guess I have too much Pennsylvania pride. Oh yeah, I forgot Phil is from Pennsylvania. Yeah. What's the, what's the town called? Punxsutawney. Oh, it actually is called Punxsutawney. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's that Bill Murray movie? Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, yeah. Jesus, Johnny. Man. Wow. Okay. Johnny, just think of the words. <laughs> it's easier to just ask you. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. You can ask me anything. I, I am a. Were we, were we here to talk about Bill Murray movies or 
Or we can talk about Bill Murray movies. I mean, that would be much more enjoyable than than the subject matter we actually. Broken Flowers is that a good movie? No one can tell you definitively. Uh, (laughs) uh, Lost in Translation, Bill Murray's best movie. Hot take. Hot take. Here's a hot take. (laughs) Bill Murray should have won Best Actor that year. Johnny, um, we were talking about maybe having hot takes on the NBA. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and my hot take was, I think I like, I think I texted you this. Forget my hot take said. was, I think Pelicans are going to beat the Trailblazers. <laughs> and they were up 2-0 after having won two games in Portland. And, and that was the coldest take I'd heard all week. But <laughs> that just shows you how more... That was a leftover tested. take. In, in the NBA in general. <laughs> I was mad at you for having <laughs> that as your hot take. I was like, for ten minutes, I, I was mad at Kevin for having a dumbass hot take. I'm sorry. I mean, hot take culture in general is stupid. There should be nuanced discussion around things, not just bold statements. But mm-hmm. that's another that's another podcast for another day. Well, Johnny, how about this? I'll put you on the spot in my, in my house. Okay. What's your hot take about Westworld Season 2 premiere? Ah, okay. Um, hot take. Uh, Maeve is the main character. Do you want to elaborate on that? I thought you'd be throwing more uh, spaghetti against the walls with a theory, but okay. Uh, okay well, I mean, sure. Danny's got a second billing, so I, I'm honestly, I still need to rewatch it. it. It was, it's so damn confusing. Is Evan Rachel Wood first billing? Yeah. Okay, thought so. Um. And I'm I'm not gonna be a nitpick, but I I was listening to the Watch podcast. Shout out to Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald, dear close personal friends of ours. Um, <laughs> it's actually pronounced Tandy Newton. Tandy. Tandy Newton. Tandy. The H is silent. Tandy Newton. Tandy. It doesn't sound kind of a, a little bit more. I don't know. It's, it has kind of a je ne sais quoi. But okay. Uh, those H's when you add them next to consonants. Excuse me. Oh, wow. Jeez, what's I apologize, everyone. Uh, a burrito. <laughs> so. I had a burrito as well. Did you? What kind? I got it uh, from Chipotle. That's why I have my shirt half tucked in, to hold <laughs> off the stomach from spending too much. I had an al pastor burrito from Nacho Macho Taco oh. in Prospect Heights, Brooklyn. Nacho Macho Taco. Nacho Macho Taco. It's on uh, Grand? Grand Ave? In there's a lot of Grand Ave. There's a shitload of Grand Ave. Grand Ave and Grand Street. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. What's your Westworld hot take or kind of quick little tidbit about it? You want to hear my Westworld hot take? I do. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready. Are you ready? I, I guess so. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, one of the top two timelines that we're with. Okay. Is immediately after Arnold was killed. Huh. Like 35 years ago? I think one of the Bernard story, I think, I don't know, I'm confused. And I think there's something more to Bernard waking up because he had on a different suit than he did with the right after the gala. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. And. Huh. But, but, he had but his there's own no way gla- that champagne glass. But there's no way that 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 C list Hemsworth is at his current age. Oh, okay. So C list Hemsworth 
interesting that they showed. Let's call him Stubbs. Let's call him by his name. Since this is one. This no, is a... this is what you do <laughs> on podcasts. You <laughs> yeah. give names to characters. I like Stubbs. We as have Silas Skarsgård. We do. Because he's no Alexander and he's no Bill. He's Gustav. (laughs) Is his name really Gustav? I think it's Gustav or Gustav. I don't know. He's no Bill or God. I'm going to have to mine Reddit for just some really good Westworld theories. Oh, excuse my yawn. Jeez. They'll probably tell you everything's going to happen. Yeah, I know. They're too good, man. After like three episodes, they just guessed the rest of the season. Well, yeah, I think something's going on with Stubbs, because one does not simply get captured by Ghost Nation, and then they go. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with that? Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, actually, you know what? I want to take back my hot take. Okay. What's... Here's my new hot take. What's that? I think Ghost Nation uh, is uh, protecting the humans. Because Interesting. Dolores shoots the Ghost Nation guy, and she's like, not all of us deserve to make it to the valley. The valley, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I take back that hot take. Maybe I'm, I'm freaking wrong about different timelines. No, that's all right. It was just a leftover take. It was, it was a loop. It, you had to heat it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, leftovers, and I said, you know what? I should you know, treat, I'm I should not treat in the mood for leftovers. I'm gonna get some piping hot delivery takes. Mm-hmm. And then you throw up. You get that order, and you're all excited. And then after a few hours of waiting and not delivered, it cools and cools on you. Yeah. And by the time episode two rolls around you're like not so much of a hot take anymore no yeah yeah that's too real that happens to us way too often out here in brooklyn you know what guys if they're half a mile away maybe you should just walk that's what i'm gonna do from now on because i screwed up i ordered Domino's online like like a week and a half ago <laughs> you know something everyone says into a podcast um and I accidentally selected pickup instead of delivery, and I didn't realize I did that. And then I called him an hour later, and I was like, "Hey, uh, my pizza and cinnamon sticks are uh, are, are still aren't here." And they said, "Fun fact: John uses that voice." <laughs> I do on, on the, the phone. phone. It's, I, his, it's phone voice. Hey, uh, <laughs> my cinnamon sticks are still not here, and they were like, uh. Yeah, yeah, order for John Lake. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Uh, and they were like, yeah, you, you said you wanted it for pickup. And I was like, oh, damn it. And, oh, damn it. And then I said, well, could you, could you kind of, maybe could you just deliver it? And the woman on the other end of the line was none too pleased. Uh, but was there an, an audible exhale or grunt or ugh? It, no, it was even better. It was, well, yes, there was like a... And then, and then not even an answer to me and not even like a putting me on hold, but she just like put, took the handset and was probably just like holding it down by her hip and just walked through the kitchen and was like, Hey, Hey, that order for, for, for John Lake. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. That, yeah. That one, the one you made 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Can, can we get that delivered? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Lake. Hi. Yeah. It'll be another two hours. Oh, that, that's okay. Yeah, I can I can deal with that. How do you know how far away the Domino's was? Not far. Not far. less than a mile. <laughs> Johnny, you look your, really disappointed. I know. What's your best mile time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that on this podcast. Fair enough. But <laughs> it's pretty a, good, and that's why I'm not. I know say you it. could you could just you could 
march down there. You can get the hips moving. I can fast, fast walk pretty good. Listen to the latest episode of the Kicking and Streaming podcast. Yeah. And there and back, and you've had to listen to a great discussion, and you've got piping hot pizza, you know? And cinema sticks. And, and th- <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the cinema sticks. Oh. That was a long tangent. Where are we? <laughs> Do you want to know? <laughs> We're farther in than you think we are. Minutes-wise? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! No seasons-wise, Kevin. Seasons-wise, we're art. It's Sunday, episode two. No eons. Eons, we're eons away. What is eons? An eon. Should you want to look it up? I can look it up right now. No. Why don't I look? It up? <sighs> what is it? It's the curse of our generation. We can just find an answer to something anytime we want. <laughs> you want to know what's best about an eon? What? It's an indefinite and very long period of time. <laughs> Wait, so it's just slang? It's well, I mean, it's in the dictionary, but it's literally in the dictionary. Are you looking up the Urban Dictionary? Or? An indefinite and very long period of time, often a period exaggerated for humorous or rhetorical effect. I, cause I swear I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say eons on Cosmos. Yeah, it's an inexact So maybe he's like, yeah, the sun will run out in eons and eons, but he probably knows when the sun will actually. Well, I could see, I could see all the uh, NGT using. Uh, oh no, that's not his, That's not the acronym. It's NDT. Uh, using NDT. billions of years as a a benchmark for. Is it? Would it be billions? Yeah, forty probably billions of years. Billions. Man, I just got really existential. I'm gonna yeah. When you look at at the corner of your room from the corner of your eye. I know, Johnny's going. Well, this is a different corner. This is the map. I'm, I'm staring at the one map of the United jo- States. Johnny's in room. staring at a Bacon's standard map. I'm pretty of the sure this map is from like. Well, it's at least from after 48 because the Hawaiian Islands are on there. Hmm. Um, but the Philippines are on there, which is weird. Um, is this. And Guam's on there. And Guam is on there. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. The Panama Canal is on there, too, which is actually mm. is pretty cool. I look at that often. Um, yeah, what else? What else? <laughs> yeah. Can we do to avoid talking about spiders? <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're doing? Uh, I mean, we have to get into I think it we should. I, I think we should put just stalling in the title of this podcast, because that's certainly what the first third of it has been. Mm, yeah, it's really been stalling. <laughs> I don't want to talk about spiders, even though we have to. And the funny, <laughs> the funny part was, like, we recorded that little intro, like, preview to the podcast thing to be like, yeah, so we're going to devote this entire podcast to talking about spiders. <laughs> and then we just we kicked it off and just started bullshitting right away. We're like someone studying for finals. It's like, I'm going to dedicate this whole week that's exactly, that's exactly to what writing this, this paper. <laughs> We said that on Monday, and I think we're at Thursday. We're at Thursday at, like, 10.45 p.m. It's due Friday at noon. <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I remember in... <laughs> what were you going to do? I want to go on a story. Do it. Do it. I want to hear it. I remember I had to write a paper the night of the Oscars. And I said, I'm not missing a minute of the Oscars. <laughs> and so I watched the Oscars. And Drinking. then was like, yeah. And then I was like, I guess I gotta write this paper now. And I think it's the worst paper I ever wrote in college. Good for you, man. Yeah. Just, I am. <sighs> so, so many good memories of 
of walking to the library and not leaving until the next morning, mm-hmm. walking out into Washington Square Park, just bleary-eyed, mm-hmm. turning in your paper, and then not going to the subsequent class, just leaving. Oh. The, like, turn in the paper for, like, the 9.30 or 11 class, and then immediately going back to your room to sleep? Yeah. Oh. There's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. Choose that over sex any day of the week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's your opinion, and you want to stick to it? I'm sticking to it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of sticky stuff, the webs of spiders. Oh, are you did it! You did you it, you bastard! All right. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> In all honesty, can, can we just come? Can we? Can we come to an accord right now? Is this the? This is the worst movie. That we've watched yet, right? Yeah, and that—that's what—that's what makes it such a shame. I don't think it's a shame though that the recording's gone. Do you think it wasn't that good of a recording? I don't think it was that good of a recording because the problem was it wasn't a movie that, like, the uh, cheesiness was fun to watch. Yeah. Nor was it a movie that took itself so serious. It was good to make fun of. It was just. Honestly, I think the people that made this movie knew what it was going to be, mm-hmm. and they made the movie yeah. pretty decently. They didn't make a good. They didn't make a. They didn't make a good movie. It's not decent. No, they didn't make a good movie. Mm-hmm. They executed an awful movie. Yeah, pretty well. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, I don't know. It just had all the elements of a story. It, it told that story, not through, like, good writing or particularly engaging visuals or any any sort of character motivations that we felt invested in, but it would just, it was just, you know, we drove down the road and the, uh, the, the road of the story and we said, oh, um, there's, okay, so there's something, there's a little, some rising action. Oh, oh, okay, so there's, okay, there's spiders in the New York City subway, that, okay, so that's where we are. Oh, there's there's a Russian scientist. This is that makes sense. Oh, and then there's a huge mama spider. Yeah, the queen spider. Yeah, okay. Oh, she's going in a rampage through New York. I get it. Cool. Oh, they're trying to kill her. Oh, all right. No, good. Oh, the hero. There's a, there's a hero and and there's a sequence where it's just mano a mano, queen versus the hero. Cool. Oh, the hero killed the spider. Nice. Oh, he's got a family. Okay. Sorry for that. That's now, what. That's how I felt. And, and me listening to that is, and I hope the listener listening to that <laughs> is literally because Johnny just described the movie <laughs> at the same exact excitement level, <laughs> pacing, <laughs> and God knows what else that the movie actually was. This, it's there's the adage in. For movie critics, that sometimes a movie takes itself so seriously, it's funny and fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And Spiders 3D could have been that. But instead, like Johnny said, it was just someone who made the movie probably because they thought, if we get this in a couple of theaters, we can make our money back. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's um let's there was like the ve- there was like very little okay all right yeah go go ahead go ahead all right 
I like the way the movie started. The, the start of the movie was probably the peak as far as like production goes and like where we were emotionally. Um, it was, it was, you know, space station. I, I, no, not a space station. What was it? An old Soviet, um, uh, satellite. satellite that was like decommissioned. And for some reason there were spiders in it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like, uh, an asteroid, uh, a few meteorites or whatever, like slammed into this, mm-hmm. uh, satellite and it came crashing down into New York city. And like, just when the movie started and there was no voiceover and no like flashback or any kind of weird grainy footage and it was just kind of out in space i was like oh okay we should say the budget of this movie was seven million dollars seven million dollars moonlight was five million (laughs) dollars yeah well you know you know i don't don't think moonlight had as much aspirations as this movie Johnny, the satellite was containing spiders when it was in space. Correct. Yeah. And then it lands on... Not only does it go... The satellite doesn't disintegrate when it goes through the Earth's atmosphere. That's true, It basically remains intact, and none of the spiders are burned. Yeah. The, the satellite is, the is presumably traveling at like a thousand miles an hour Because we see the spiders in the satellite. Yeah. And yet, none of the spiders are killed going back to Earth's atmosphere. I don't think there are any spider seatbelts on, on this <laughs> on this satellite. And there were no spider spacesuits. <laughs> so the satellite doesn't disintegrate the spiders, but it lands through not only the street level of New York City. It goes like down an avenue for like forty blocks. Yeah, because it lands in Midtown well, or, or or downtown, I guess. Okay, so I read a little bit, <laughs> and the director said. The setting of the movie was Greenwich Village. Oh my god. New York. And we'll get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so this satellite, you know, crashes. Uh-huh. Not only that, but then we're introduced to our main character who's an MTA employee. Right. Who has one of my favorite cliches of any workplace character entering scene of all time. He immediately walks in and yells like, Hey, come on, guys. We got a lot of work to do. Let's get through this day. <laughs> yeah. To extras who give no fucks. There is no acknowledgement to anything he says. Yeah. It's like the director like set up what the extras should do in the scene. He's like, okay, you two talk to each other. You make coffee. You type away on your keyboard. You know, you check out some data on the big screen. All right, and action. And like the extras were like, should we respond to the main character? Should we respond? And they just kept doing what they were doing. Not a single extra responded to the main characters. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's go. We got a lot of work His to do. His first lines in the movie. So then not only that, then what happens is apparently when the satellite crashed to Earth without disintegrating, going through the street, going into the subway tracks, it created such a loud earthquake that this headquarters of the MTA even though they're not on Noble Street, the right. Noble Street station where this hits, mm-hmm. even though they're not there, they oh, it, feel the river. Ber- yeah, yeah, it, it, they it, feel like an earthquake. It shakes that that station, and everyone. <laughs> yeah, it does. The, what did you they like do? The, the Star, Star Trek, Trek TV show thing where <laughs> everyone's like, whoa, moves. and it's just the camera moving. Yeah. But it's not a spaceship that's like <laughs> flipping around. It's a building. Just it's like, a building. Just yeah. and they're like, whoa, brace for impact. Oh my god. 
So that's when I was, I remember watching going, oh no. Yeah. So then our main character, um, uh, uh, the nearest MTA guy goes down there as the subway's being evacuated. Mm -hmm. The Noble Street Station, which... First of all, does not exist. There's no such there's station. There's no station. And they designed it that it was like a quarter of a subway platform. Yeah. Like there was one entrance and there was a big entrance and there was a big set of staircases. And everyone knows, if you're in Greenwich Village, there's like really not that many like big subway like yeah. entrances with wide stairs like that. The staircases were like at a fancy mansion of a ball. Yeah. And it's like this... The stairs Cinderella walks down. I mean, to be honest, if you're a real New Yorker, you you know that it looked a lot more like a path station than it did like a subway station. Exactly. <laughs> but that, you couldn't see... So the stairs were so big that they take up the entire subway platform. So all you see ahead is probably about 30 yards of subway platform. Yeah. And that's where everyone's evacuating from. And it's mm -hmm. just like, this isn't a real subway station. No. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't even fake it. And then, so the one guy goes in to investigate, the MTA worker. Which, uh, you know, which is normal if, mm -hmm. if, if there's a suspected bomb threat. Yeah, let's just send the fat white dude down there to check it out. Yeah. And then he has a radio with him. Uh -huh. And Jason Cole, remember the name, a.k.a., do you remember the joke we made? Jason Cole. Uh, the actor looks like... I don't remember. Uh... Ethan Hawke's cousin. <laughs> yeah, his ugly cousin, yeah. yeah Ethan Hawke's ugly cousin, Jason Cole. Uh -huh. He's radioing the guy down there. He's like, hey, what's going on down there? Mm -hmm. And the guy is walking down the subway tracks for like a good two minutes. And he hears Jason Cole from his radio. Yeah. Never responds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your boss is like, hey, what's going on? You usually, like, respond Literally right a guy from the command center. Yeah. He's, like, at the command center. He's like, hey, how's it going down there? And, yeah. And the guy's like, not, yeah. not gonna answer. Yeah, and there's no scene where the guy turns it off either. He just <laughs> allows <laughs> he Jason just, Cole. <laughs> he just lets it keep reverberating through the subway station. Yeah. It was, and then, of course, Johnny. Tell him what happens. He finds the spiders. Mm -hmm. And and so we're gonna we're gonna try to throw some clips in here, just some audio. Uh, um, but um, the spiders, when they first get introduced, how does it? So so he he it, it like jumps into his into his uh, pant leg, right? Yeah, and it bites his pant leg. Yep, mm -hmm. and bites him in the shin, and he goes down like instantly. Mm -hmm. And then. Uh, and they, they get no response from him. And Jason is, like, a personal friend of his or something and goes to the Noble Street Station. He's a, your boss, but your friend. Yeah, you know how that is. Mm -hmm. and, a relationship uh, that can be ruined by one drunken night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that feels like it's kind of close to home, Kevin. Is that... No? Okay. Take a sip of water. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Moving maybe on. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> Um, so Jason is personally worried for his friend's safety, and, uh, they, he goes down into the, into the subway to investigate, and find his, finds his friend KO'd. Yeah. And then we're also introduced to Jason's love interest wife, question mark? Wife? Ex-wife? wife? Yeah. Ex-wife? It's unclear. She works for the medical inspector? Or like the health the, inspector. She works for the health inspector, the right? The health department. Yeah. 
first of all, <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, and hey I now. don't, and I don't mean to like say like women can't be, you know. What help, what do you mean to say, Kevin? <laughs> it's like the, it's like the thing where Meg Ryan is a helicopter pilot in that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> Meg Ryan is not a helicopter pilot. She's never. She's not like no. We don't want to discourage no. uh, w- women of of any type uh, or persuasion that mm-hmm. they can't be any career they want to. But it was not a convincing health inspector. No, and and it's not her fault entirely. It's the costume department. It's you know the way they like have the characters' cadences and whatnot. Yeah, she never mentions anything about what the impact of spiders will do to the city's health nope. or what her jurisdiction is. Nope, there's no indication to the viewer that she is the health inspector and like that's something she takes seriously in her job. There's nothing in the movie that tells you that, other than the fact that like that's kind of how mm-hmm. that's like where she is. Yeah. So what happens next? I've so heard... what happens is they um, do the autopsy of the friend. Right, and they find the shin the shin spider bite. They find the shin spider eggs, which turn out to be the oh, brown eggs. Oh, yes, they, they find the eggs, that's right. So the first spider to leave must have been the queen. Or the spider that lays the queen's eggs. Yeah, I don't. I forget how that's so supposed to work. Here's, here's the problem, folks. Is we're getting into what some would call the the plot of the movie. The meat. <laughs> the meat and, of the sandwich. It literally wasn't Johnny and I talking over each other. It was literally... It, it, it was so glossed over. It made no sense. And characters tried to explain it in like <laughs> yeah. scenes, but they just they couldn't explain what's going on. They tried no to one was ever it. like No one was ever like, it's radioactive spiders! <laughs> they were like... Spiders sometimes, when they need to control the situation, they will form alliances and grow, <laughs> grow these spiders. Will and you're just like what? <laughs> what? And then all of a sudden, there's four foot spiders all over the place, yeah. jumping around Bleecker Street. So they go. Jason Cole goes to the autopsy of his friend, who who was such a great friend, he never responded to him when he yeah. was down the subway. Even though it was his boss and his friend. I guess they went out for drinks the previous night. Yeah. And the <laughs> I remember the the there's a woman technician or or, or mort- doctor or mort- mort- mortician. Mortician. Or, no, no, morti- I don't know. Someone who works in the morgue. The autopsy character. Yes. The uh uh what's the the one uh, never mind, I forget. But she goes, look what I found, and holds up a vial of spider eggs. It's like three brownish, yellowish spider eggs. Which mean they're the queen's eggs. Apparently. Yeah. So we're told. <laughs> so we're told. And literally goes, Jason Gold goes, can I have that? <laughs> just puts it in his pocket. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 Which is just totally against protocol for it's, autopsies. It's never like... She wasn't like, yeah, but uh, I'll keep out the record. She's like, yeah, sure, catch. <laughs> yeah, 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 here we go. It wasn't like, yeah, but keep this quiet, all right? Yeah. She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was like, oh, no big deal. And so um, then we move on to Jason visiting his daughter. Right. So we kind of get Jason, like, like, and and kind of filling out the Jason's family sort of part of the story. Well, and he misses we- dinner with the daughter. Right. Right. And we're never introduced as the health inspector woman 
being Jason's wife or ex-wife or something. And she never mentions, I'm pretty sure, like, your daughter's dinners tonight. It's literally, there's a scene where it's the daughter in the Italian restaurant with the babysitter. Yep, yep. And I'm like, oh, that must be the mom. And then the health inspector woman comes in. I'm just like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. The 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 relationships these characters have to one another is inexplicable. It, I I don't I still don't I'm still not sure like whether whether Mrs. Cole the health inspector is her biological mom or not whether Jason is her biological dad whether uh, they're still married I I don't know their family dynamic is really weird because Mrs. Cole keeps guilting Jason about not oh. being there for his daughter yeah. which is brutal which comes with the best line in the movie do you remember I don't remember oh dude isn't it like you have to help me to clarify it but it's like she only turns 12 once. She only turns 12 once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it works. <laughs> that's how birthdays work. You only turn that age once. That's why it's a birthday. <laughs> but yeah. The, and so Jason shows up at the the health inspector apartment that the daughter lives at but Jason doesn't live there? This is so indicative of how unclear it was. I yeah. think that was his house. Like literally if you were like... <laughs> it was just a set. It was a house <laughs> where people lived and it was unclear as to which characters lived there. Like if, if you had asked me who's paying the rent for the apartment <laughs> no idea. I would have said the 12 year old. <laughs> <laughs> like watching the movie I was like oh yeah that's where the 12 year old lives by herself <laughs> in her apartment yeah which the apartment be, because and we need to get into the production of this because this was filmed in bulgaria <laughs> this was literally they recreated new york on a back lot uh-huh and so we're introduced to the spider um you know going on at this noble street station yeah and literally the daughter's apartment is around the corner from Noble Street Station. <laughs> yeah. Where Jason is all day. <laughs> and yet he had no time to, to visit his daughter. For her 12th birthday. She only turns 12 once. <laughs> he had no time at all to visit her. Oh, my. So then he gives the spider eggs to the health inspector. Yes, yes. Um, because he wants her. He his, wants his wife. His wife or girlfriend or estranged wife. He wants her to take it to, um, to like the health department and like check it out or something, right? Yeah. So then, while we're getting this intro to the Cole family or Jason's relatives or whoever the hell all those people are in their relationships to one another, we get kind of the military moving in mm-hmm. on the. The crash site, the site of where the spiders have kind of moved in, and so um, the military and like their command, they're like, oh, yeah, their commander starts like pulling rank on like police officers and stuff. So they move in and start setting well, it up. I I had to interrupt you. No, no, please. There's also the point where Jason Cole goes into the subway station with his uh, the older partner who falls into the spider web and gets eaten. Here. At least it's warm and it's dry. I smell it. 
I think they go um, back. I think he does go back in to find. Yeah. He goes back in to like look at stuff, and there's like, like all of a sudden, like spider webs everywhere, and like kind of like bigger spiders, like kind of just crawling, like just out of like the camera frame as it yeah. hands over stuff, and um, and and they're like, oh, we gotta check this out, and it's like in this weird yeah. uh room where like all these hobos, mm-hmm. or maybe that's not yeah. the preferred term, but all these. Uh, you know, mole people is that better? <laughs> mole people, I like mole people. Um, all these mole people are like camped out, and they but they're realize dead. they're dead. They like that. Oh, all these guys are asleep. What the hell? They start so, yeah, kicking this is them. Before the dinner, out. yes, this is before the dinner, mm-hmm. and they realize that spiders have like killed these people and like started like burrowing into them and laying their eggs in the bodies of these homeless people, these these mole people, and it's very unpleasant and. And it's a, you know, kind of a anxiety rising scene. And in the scene, an older guy, one of Jason's, you know, co-workers or whatever, mm-hmm. is like, oh, no, we got to check this out. And he kind of goes up a set of stairs and, like, for some reason falls back into, like, a huge, uh, you know, pile of web. And, like, eight or nine spiders come out of nowhere and start, like, wrapping them up and eating them. It's Plant pretty gruesome. And, yeah. yeah, they plan their eggs in them. It's, it's a... Uh, it was a wild one. What's funny about that scene, I think you can agree, Johnny, was... There's a lot funny. They literally step off the train tracks, like the tracks that a subway train goes down. Mm-hmm. And they literally are, like, they walk two steps off the tracks and go, what is this place? And there's, like... Yeah, yeah, An abandoned subway car, which we'll get back to later. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. And, like, ha- like makeshift houses and tents and... It looks like a. It looks like one of those secret rooms from the Goonies, mm-hmm. but like with a blue tint over it. He, the, I mean, the director probably bought some leftover props from the Goonies. <laughs> he probably did in the Warner Brothers storage lot, and was like, "Yeah, we'll let you can use these." It's like, yeah, nobody's wanted these for forty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have too much to recap. You have too much to recap. See this space dinner? You telling me you want some of that old Goonies stuff? <laughs> Chief, people have been saying no one's won that Goonie stuff now for a while now. <laughs> Joyce! Joyce! Um, so, so this old guy... To the trouble shovel, Joyce! <laughs> that was a double deep cut. Oh, God. Are we, we hated, recapping we this We hated this movie, uh. in case you can't tell. Okay, so... We're, we're, we're like, we're 20 minutes into the movie right now. <laughs> no, so after Jason shows up, throws an iPod in his daughter's face. Yeah, it's like, here you fucking go. 
Happy fucking birthday. Gives, gives the um, gives the eggs for, to his not wife wife health inspector to check out. You're right. The military moves in. Mm-hmm. And, and then things they start do a, a pretty weird. decent job. No, they do. They uh, they they lock down that room with like all the hobos in it, and they, and the spiders start like making that their area. Yeah. But the but the military. Well, sets they contain up, the spiders basically. Yeah, they basically the contain the spiders. So they set up some cameras, and they get in this this weird old like ex Soviet uh, scientist who has like experience with spiders. This is the first person to be bitten. So I'm told. And someone must have taken it out. Taken what? The queen egg. The queen is always implanted in the first host. These are male eggs. The queen will be a different shape and color. What color? Brown, maybe. Not this. Miss Jenkins? I need all the paperwork with the body that we just picked up from the morgue. You tell me as soon as you've got it. 20 years. Two marriages I served this project. Just to watch it crumble when the wall comes down. And then it falls from the sky, right into my lap. And you lose it. If we had the Queen Egg, none of this would be necessary. We wouldn't have to work here in these tunnels. In less than ideal conditions. He has a couple monologues in the movie. Where he talks about the Soviet Union. He is absolutely my sixth man of the year. (laughs) Absolutely. Should we have after a year? Should we have a six man of the year? We should have six man nominations, of the year nominations and let the let the listeners vote. Yeah, I'm down for Whoever that. Whoever came off the bench and shot the most fire at the screen. Well, I don't, I don't. Uh, He's up there. The thing was was that he helped explain some of the plot. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. He was weird. Yeah, and but he 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 was, he was like weird. a good guy. But he wasn't a good guy. But he was—he he was like the—he was like the grayest character in the whole thing, mm-hmm. and that's what made him probably the most interesting guy. Mm-hmm. It was interesting, weird, and he loved those fucking spiders. He, he, he liked those, at spiders. those surveillance videos of those spiders, like a guy waiting for that general leave. So he, he was looking mess. wistfully at some of those security cameras. But weirdly, we never had that scene, and I was waiting for that scene where he was like, and I talked about this in our recording, and I never made it. I remember, but he was never like, it was 1986, I was 26 years old, <laughs> I come to St. Petersburg to be scientist in secret government organization, they say that the spiders we could send into space. There was never like any scene of his backstory, he's no. just like, I'm Russian, and I like Doctor. He was Dr. Exposition. He was, but he was like, <laughs> not Dr. Exposition. He, he was like, he would say like, this is what's going on with these spiders. He would be—he was almost like a nature program. He'd be like, "These spiders are territorial, and they'll control their territory." And made him once. No, he was a—he was a—he was, was, was a Russian. He was yeah. a Russian live-action David Attenborough. Yeah, but he was like—he didn't want the spiders to be killed, but he didn't want them to be free, and he wanted the queen to be born because. Or they, he wanted the brown eggs to be found to be destroyed, but he wanted the queen to be born. And the the military plot, you don't know what's going on with the general because the general's not like let's shoot all these spiders now. He's kind of like that general in Jurassic World. He's like, we can use these spiders for mass destruction, but then he's like, I don't know. It, those two characters were supposed to have very contrast and different opinions of what to do. In order to make the movie go 
right? Yeah. In order to do the classic movie cliche of scientists versus government, yeah. like in Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. But they were both so muddled and didn't know what they wanted to do with the spiders that you're just like, what the Honestly, hell are these characters' motivations Honestly, nothing really happened with the spiders. It was just a lot of people talking about yeah. them for most of the time, and yeah. they were just growing, and then eventually they kind of broke out. They broke out the cage. We have to talk about uh, the virus. The government saying, it's a virus! Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone be careful, it's a virus. And yeah. and that was sort of how the government and their influence tied into like the health department and the health inspector's office mm-hmm. because someone went in there and assassinated like three mm-hmm. people. Two of them, which seemed to be like Interns. secretaries. <laughs> yeah, like in very low-level employees. Yeah, they were like, did you watch the latest episode of Breaking Bad? And they got shot. <laughs> yeah. And weirdly, the guy, the, the guy is never explained or never seen again. You're like, the assassin? Like, well, that assassin. Made, that's what makes him a good assassin. But then assassin. what happens is they then carjack the health inspector. Yeah, and, and one of my favorite eggs. scenes that had no suspense, no tension at all. Yeah, it was, well... It's literally she's, like, driving out of a parking lot and then... And then bang. To, they not only shoot at her, though, but they miss her and then steal the brown eggs and run away. And I think we actually... They're, they're, we do have a clip for this, don't we? Yeah, let's... Emily, honey, it's mom. Um, give me a call as soon as you can. Kind of important. So the scientists said to destroy the brown eggs if uh, if we want the, the 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 spiders to live, right? So the brown no, eggs to die. So the brown eggs are supposed to save the queen. I no eggs, I, eggs save the queen. This is where the this is our problem, Johnny. Is we're getting into the plot and we can't. We literally for our <laughs> listeners, we can't explain the plot. And I think we just need to instead of trying to explain the plot now. Just do the scenes. Go scene by scene. Okay. And scene and talk about the scenes because. So after so after the carjacking, it mm-hmm. actually was a little bit interesting for like ten minutes because they did the whole like, um, be on the watch for these two people. They they might be infected with the virus, and it was like obviously Mister and Missus Cole, and they were like out walking around, mm-hmm. and like people started looking at them and being like, what? And they were like, no. The government's lying! <laughs> it wasn't subtle at all. They just literally verbatim said, The government's lying to you! <laughs> I have another theory about that scene. Is they were all Bulgarian extras. Because there's no way Americans re- react to seeing two people on screen, then seeing them in person, and hear the guy says, saying, The government is lying to you. Like If that's in New York City, people, people just like walked away from them. And I was like, that's not what New Yorkers would do. What do you think New Yorkers would do? They, half of them would pull out of their phones and half of them would be like, get over here! 
I don't know. Me, I'd be like, God, I'm already late. Can you just get out of my fucking way? Look, yeah, I don't know. I think it's that New York pride thing that people would be like, I'm here to stop a crime. That's true. Happy that, to. That's a part of it. But, uh... What happened after that? Well, if you remember, they were spreading the virus theme and around Noble Street, which included the 12-year-old daughter's apartment. Right, right, right. They quarantined that apartment, so... But literally, so the, the just that apartment. <laughs> yeah! Well, it was a government conspiracy, so it was a they, government they knew who to target. But they weren't, like, quarantining people in other apartments. It was literally the... It was a single apartment in an apartment building. In cramped, crowded Greenwich Village... There was only one person who was still in their apartment, and it was a 12-year-old daughter and the babysitter. Yeah. And that, else was at work? And that made us think that they were holding the babysitter hostage, or the babysitter and the daughter hostage. Right, right, right. They were holding but, them as kind of like collateral against the against the other two. But it was but like... But it was... Bef- they, I thought they were holding them like before all this shit went down. I mean, it, they were setting up the illusion of the virus and like yeah. having it come from the coals and that's why they they put the the alert out there the bulletin with their their photos of justin and i forget what the jason j j c c jason cole um oh my god dude j cole j cole <laughs> force hell's true yeah dropped an album double Noble platinum, street no features <laughs> and now you're probably wondering where are the spiders in all this where are, so, the spiders for the whole second act of the movie are just chilling. Yeah, and it's we can't express to you enough how much the second act and third act is literally characters running past or going into the Noble Street Station. The entire I don't I want to see how many like variations of the same set they use because God knows there was only two sets underground. It was the it was the one on the train tracks and the one in the uh, lair, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you see the same curve of the subway every time someone's down there. So, what happens is they're trying to get the daughter, and they just wander around. Jason, health inspector. Um, at one point, the the spiders get out of the cage, and the spiders are like about, I'd say, five feet, six feet at this point. Never explained how they got so big so quickly. Jesus Christ. What the hell happened? Six inches per hour. Six inches per hour. It's growing so much faster here on Earth than it ever did in our space station. (laughs) So then the spiders are starting to get out. And we do have a clip for that, which we will play. But the spiders start to overrun the Noble Street area. One, request air support and backup. We're being overrun. Air support and backup. Repeat, we are overrun.
Jason kills him with a forklift. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That's what the movie should have been a lot more of. Is a lot of just like ridiculous action yeah. scenes against spiders. Yeah, I agree. And just be like, a, it's like with cheesy lines or something. They could have. Jason of, would kill it with a forklift and just be like, "Well, that's that." If they <laughs> could have gotten rid of, if they would not brought in the whole like government thing, mm-hmm. if they had gotten rid of that and just made it like police and the weird scientist and like people not being sure like what his motivations were, mm-hmm. and then like. I don't know, like, just a lot more of, like, human-on-spider combat. Yeah. Because, like, the third act of the movie turned into that, and that was a little more exciting. But the thing was, was that, that I had a problem with was, you know, like, in Aliens? Like, there's a bunch of aliens in the um, uh, compound they're in, mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. And the guns work on the aliens. Like, the guns will kill the aliens. Like, right. the guns, you know, the guns they use, they can kill aliens with it and they do kill some aliens in the movie but the dread of the movie is knowing that they don't have enough bullets to kill enough aliens right and with this one it's literally not that they don't have enough bullets it's literally that these spiders just don't die and it's because i don't think they had the cgi to create the blood on the spiders or to have the spiders dying i think they only had the budget for the spiders to be like wandering towards the people (laughs) And that's what was so upsetting. And, and I'm watching these gunfights on the street, and I'm just like, "You're shooting the spiders. The spiders should. Some of them should be dying to make this interesting." They had a tank rolling down like Bleecker Street, effectively. It was frustrating. Yeah. And it's it, it's, it's, it's bad movie making to have a one sided battle the way it is. You have to build tension. You have to create like a oh. You know, the, the soldiers are, you know, putting up a fight against the spiders, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, we need to, you need to have that scene where it's like, we need to get out of here, we need to get out of here, but some soldiers are shooting the spiders. Literally, they're just like, okay, uh, soldiers, you're going to be on the left side of this lot of Noble Street, and the spiders is going to start coming from the right, and you're going to start, stu- shot- start shooting the spiders, <laughs> and the spiders are going to not die, they're just going to kill you all. And it was, uh, it was painful to watch. Painful, painful, painful to watch. So, like, the the government and the military was fighting the spiders for a while, extremely unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Coles kind of had their own little mini, mm-hmm. uh, like, fight and chase with the spiders, and they were a little more successful, like you said, with the forklift. And mm-hmm. then it seemed like most of the spiders had eventually been, like, killed, and all that was left was, like, the big badass queen spider that kind of like emerges from the like out of all she just like pops a hole in the street and then like comes out and if you remember uh the coals were arrested oh right where they catch them right and then the spiders overrun and then they're trapped arrested in the car Uh uh-huh and the our russian scientist six man of the year nominee yep comes out of the subway station, frees the coals. Yep. Then the queen spider emerges... <laughs> this was the best... This was... This is, I mean, other I, than the opening scene in this space... This is my favorite scene This in the was movie. the best scene in the movie. Because I think we both looked at each other and said, I think the Russian scientist is in love with the queen spider. <laughs> and then he walks up mm-hmm. to the spider and he goes, 
You're so beautiful! You're so beautiful. She spears the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Just with like one of her little pincer things. They don't go on a coffee date. No. <laughs> they do not. They, they do, do not, not swipe right on Tinder yeah. on each other. They don't go for coffee and then make plans to do a fun night of uh, drinking. No, she eats him. She. And I don't mean eats him. I mean she consumes him. <laughs> Too much. No, it's never too much for <laughs> Spider's 3D. Oh. Oh my god. So then, so now it's kind of every man and woman for themselves. And Spider. And Spider for themselves. Well, the daughter escapes the apartment. Right. I remember that. Uh-huh. I don't remember how the babysitter got killed. They, 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 I'm guessing Spider's. <laughs> oh, no, they shoot her. One of the military guys shoots her. They just gun her down. They gun down the babysitter? <laughs> yeah, they straight up killed her. <laughs> I think. I'm nearly positive. Who the hell knows? And then, so, so obviously, the daughter of the Coles is traumatized and runs outside. She and is, ends up in a toy store. She ends up in the toy store, right? Sorry, some, like, uh, you know gimbals or something like that and i remember and there's a pretty good like two spider kind of showdown mm -hmm. and um it's it's like every horror creature movie trying to recreate the jurassic park kitchen scene yeah oh god wasn't that so good i mean no jurassic park not this oh oh i'm sorry <laughs> i thought you meant the opposite no no no, no. uh this wasn't this was not that good um okay. it was decent she killed both spiders that were chasing her obviously uh and then kind of right after she's like about, she's like just about to get up and leave the toy store and like the queen you, you like kind of you're like poof, poof, poof. and like the queen like starts like kind of sauntering down the street outside and you only see like legs or some shit like the cgi for this movie mm -hmm. was so great and by so great i mean it was awful <laughs> and um and this is the part where you talked about earlier where they're rolling tanks down yeah. Greenwich Village and they're shooting it with helicopters and there's like lots of military there. It's like Godzilla. Yeah. Very Godzilla-esque. Very Godzilla-esque. It's like Cloverfield, but if they uh, had a <laughs> tripod on the ground. Yeah, it was like Cloverfield, but, you know, without, um, what's his name? The guy with the curly hair. Ehrlich Bachman. Oh, T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller. Without T.J. Miller... If T.J. Miller had been in there, you could have... Lizzie Kaplan? Yeah. Ooh, love Lizzie Kaplan. Mm, I bet you do. I do. I bet you do. I really do. Yeah. Um, if you'd thrown them two in there, I, I could have been convinced. Yeah. No, Especially I'm, the I'm lying. I'm lying. Well, you know, Johnny, man, I I'm saw, not picking we, up on your lies. <laughs> like, we were watching... Uh, while we were watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is just like Cloverfield. Uh -huh. 
but it. I mean, it's not like it Cloverfield. Really it wasn't like Cloverfield at all. It was. So, it was so bad. It was so painful. It was so painful. And then what happens hilariously is the daughter falls through the toy store, and guess what's right oh, below the toy right. store? Right. Guess what's right below the toy store? It's, Do you remember this? It's the lair. It's the set of the lair. Yeah. It's the set of the lair. Almost. Almost too good. Perfect. Perfect. Kevin has his eyes closed and his neck craned up. He looks a little bit like Rose of Ecstasy so right now. the Noble Street Station must have been literally underneath the, block the apartment. From the daughter's apartment. And the toy store. On her birthday. And yet Jason has no time to visit his daughter. On the birthday. Dad of the year. She's I'm only, telling you. She only you. turns 12 once. <sighs> so obviously... Hey, nobody's perfect, man. Nobody's perfect, okay? Mm-hmm. Also, um, we did get one clue to the relationship between uh, Jason and his not-wife wife health inspector. There's a scene where he says, Come on, baby. Let's go. Do you remember that? Yes. Or he says something like, Something baby. baby. It was like he calls was... her baby. Okay. And she goes... You haven't called me baby in six months. Six months? Is that six the time months. frame she used? That was the time frame she used. See, that seems like too short a time frame to comment on. Mm-hmm. Like, it should have been like six years. Yeah. Because the daughter's 12, right? They've been together for yeah. at least, you know, let's say 13 but, years. But, like, I'm not saying they're divorced. I'm saying, like, was the marriage on the rocks? Like, but, like if they've were been they together, still living together? If they've been together for, like... I mean, let's say 15 years, mm-hmm. conservatively, figuring that they have a 12-year-old daughter. Um, I don't know, is six months that long for someone to not call each other baby, your significant other? Being that you're probably extremely busy adults with jobs and a lot of responsibilities. I don't know. Maybe this yeah. isn't the thing to get into right now. No. But I do remember we've what you said. We've been getting into it a lot. <laughs> hey, baby. Let's hey. not get into it right now. <laughs> oh, Kevin, you haven't called me a baby in... Four days. <laughs> uh oh. Johnny and Kevin's relationship's on the rocks. Kevin hasn't called Johnny baby in four days. Oh, man. Um, so she's in the lair now. And of course, Jason and health inspector, wife, mother, friend of the fam, <laughs> friend of the pod, <laughs> friend of the pod, runs down. They show up immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, there are kind of, there are a couple spiders running around and they evade slash kill them. Mm-hmm. And then. The queen. Weirdly, goes back down. Yeah, the queen can get gets like back underneath, like near the lair, or like kind of in the lair, and is like kind of reaching through yeah. stuff. And like, I don't know if this queen, this queen has like special powers and is able to change her size, uh, or what really. But um, she's really going after this Cole family. She's she yeah. knows she, she knows w- who the main characters w- are. <laughs> Because <laughs> when the tank was shooting at her and the helicopter she's just and like, the hobbies, <laughs> she's like, ah, I'm just Whatever. trying to do the uh, walking sex in the city tour. Calisthenics. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a nighttime stroll in. This is America. Or is it Bulgaria? This is America. <laughs> this is New York City. And then all of a sudden her call beacon goes off and she goes, wait a minute, I have a responsibility in this movie. To personally be affected by. <laughs> Three and, insignificant people. Yeah, and the things they throw at me or try to stick in me that don't work. <sighs> oh. 
I don't even remember how it, it breaks down, really, the final climactic fight. And, well, you you remember what happens. Uh, well, they separate. Obviously, Jason kind of gets separated from his... Jason pulls the macho male right. man. I got this. I got this. And he gets into the old subway train. And mm-hmm. he, you know, literally does nothing except presses one or two buttons. and Yeah, he backs way up. Gets this subway train to work again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's literally it's the it's the old abandoned subway train that looked like it was probably from like the fifties. Yeah. Like wicker seats. And but all he's that. just like, I guess no one ever pushed this lever up and <laughs> it turns back on. Yeah, I guess no one pressed these three buttons I in just, sequence. Yeah. And so he gets that going. Notices that there's a convenient sign that says "flammable, do not slam" with 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 subway car. <laughs> propane tanks or you know something it literally it just it's a fresh sign zoom in on the sign that's just flammable <laughs> and you're like that looks like a wall but then it's like zoom in flammable wall <laughs> and so somehow he he gets the queen he, he, he backs the train way up probably like mm-hmm. a full station's worth i don't know what the next well, he, train he, station he is after noble station the end of it the goes st- from noble station to ignoble station <laughs> <laughs> which is basically from one side of the uh subway track set to the other yeah precisely and and the queen uh hops on it the queen spider chases him and hops on it once he gets to a stop and then he slams it into full gear full forward and what jumps out of the side or jumps mm-hmm. out the back or something yeah. and and it goes careening into the flammable do not slam with subway car sign and and it's wall <laughs> And of course, it explodes yeah. to uh, yeah. thunderous applause. Because a flammable wall can destroy it, but apparently, um, you ever seen a wall like that go go, go up in flames? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one talking about. Anyway, um, what can be said about this? But weirdly, only the queen spider dies, and yet all of a sudden, world safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, there's no more spiders. When like. Yeah. What? Yeah, except the whole I'm pretty movie. sure spiders, you know, copulate and, and multiply like freaking rabbits. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was a nest. Far be it from me to doubt that they killed every single freaking spider. Mm-hmm. But, you know, suddenly the big bad is uh, is killed and everybody uh, everybody's happy. I don't even know if there's... It, I don't even remember how the movie ends. Does it, like, end with, like, a crowd heard, of people being like, yeah, or does he kind of just, like, walk out of Noble Street, well, like, dude, back into the car and just the like, oh. weirdly framed shot where it's the mom and the daughter, and they're on the street, and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so, like, of course there's that classic trope where, like, the comes out of the explosion, you know, like... Oh, right, yeah. And the music plays. Literally, it seemed to me... Like, the actor playing Jason, Ethan Hawke's cousin, mm-hmm. was, like, drunk. Because he just, like, stumbles out of a random door <laughs> yeah. behind them. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, he's got all these secret... Not MTA, but NYT. NYT, yeah. He's got all these secret, like, tunnels that, mm-hmm. that like, he hides away in. Or, like, these doorways just on Noble Street that, you know, also go down into the tunnels. He just pops out of one. Mm-hmm. at the perfect moment right when his wife and daughter thought he had died yeah typical action hero and then I think the movie ends 
I'm pretty uh, sure it ends right there, right? There's no fanfare. There isn't, like, a crowd of people, like, cheering. It's not, Well, like... wasn't there, like, a spider popped out somewhere? And then to tease, like, oh, this is never uh, really over. Spiders 4D. Spiders 4D. <laughs> which they have the capability to do now. Bulgaria, get on it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um, I'm so freaking done with this movie. <sighs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, it was... All of you, for all of you out there, I really apologize that we couldn't get the um, the live watch out to you. And because I, that would be the only instance in which it might be fun to watch this movie is with two other people sitting there with you. Well, I think we need to it. watch this again. We're going to have to for, for the some, fans. For, for like the 50th or whatever mm-hmm. podcast. But it's uh, it's a slog, man. You got it's make a drinking game out of it or something. That's what we should do, I think, for the fifty. Make a blackout drinking game out of it, so you don't I have mean, to watch the. Every whole time thing. anyone says "spiders," drink, mm-hmm. or any any anytime you know you see the Noble Street Station sign, drink. Yeah. Anytime you see the uh, uh, a, a NY something sign that yeah. is not anyway, anyway. like not MTA, it's NYT. They had yeah. like. New York, instead of NYPD, it was like New York City Police. Yeah, NYCP, yeah. Yeah, oh NYCP. God. Anytime um, you could tell it was filmed in Bulgaria and not, you know. Yeah. But, um, it, Johnny, any final thoughts on Spider? Um, shout out to the scientist, man. I really like that guy. I, 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 I had a personal connection with him. I, don't I like your idea of Six Men in the Year. And I think uh, we can each have a couple nominees, and I think he'll be one of your nominees because I don't think he deserves it. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think anybody deserves any recognition of any kind from anybody, whether it be a podcast or not, for this movie. It's it's the worst type of filmmaking. It's the laziest type of filmmaking. It's the l- just. It's, yeah, there wasn't a single shot in the movie where I was like, oh. It was like a computer was shown 50 creature sci-fi movies. And made a movie. And made a movie. And said, this will work because it has everything. Family turmoil. White male hero. Some so, sort of scientific organization. Yeah. You know, evil military general. Mm-hmm. New York City. Yeah. It's its own character. Yep. And, you know, and like giant creature... And then the half of the plot of aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was it was it was so bad. It was painful, and I remember watching it and thinking like, I would rather like watch the last ten fifteen minutes of so undercover than whatever the last ten fifteen minutes of this movie is going to be. I would rather be forced to watch The Last of the Mohicans five times in a row consecutively. Last of the Mohicans is pretty good, though. Yeah, but you have to watch it five times in a row consecutively. Mm, that's when you realize Without the script's sleeping. pretty thin. <laughs> yeah, a lot of music in that yeah. one. That's when the bagpipes start. A lot of panoramas. There's some really great tunes from that movie that I listen to all the time. That's a film, I should say. That's a That's a great... There's some of the cinematography in it. It's gorgeous. I was about to say, like, sometime we should watch a good movie or, like, a good uh, actual film on this podcast, but it just wouldn't work because Maybe. we wouldn't want to say anything. We'd yeah, just we just want to watch wanna, it. That's the point. Yeah. Is our, when we talk, it's literally because... It's because we're bored. We're bored. <laughs> and we talk a lot. <laughs> like, there'll be scenes where we're enwrapped in the story. Yeah, we wouldn't talk for 20 minutes. And then we find something that just... And then, out the narrative. Yeah. 
movie soundtracks yeah you always get like the bull crap like the transformers soundtrack with the hunger games but consistently consistently in every youtube video of like the best movie soundtracks compilation you always have the last of the mohican soundtrack it's you, one of the best you do you do gladiator then oh. the dark knight and then you do Last of the Mohicans, oh. and look at that, your data entry, and like you've never data entered before. Got that spreadsheet done. Too much? Okay, sorry. No, I was going to let you go for as long <laughs> as you wanted, my dear, dear, close personal friend. Let's, let's call it on an No! No, I don't want to talk anymore about that shitty movie, man! We were just talking about Last of the Mohicans for three minutes. Uh, what, did, what more do you have to say? I don't know, man. It's, it's, it was so... We don't recommend this movie. Alright, so do you think the universe wanted us to watch the movie because it knew it would be like the worst movie you've ever seen? I or think, do you honestly, think I don't want to, I don't want to call, I don't want to make a judgment yet because I do think it's some, some type of a curse to do with this podcast, uh, as evidenced by the fact that our, you know, audio file got deleted. Um, I, I'm going to say TBD, let's stay tuned, excuse me, and, and keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. I still think uh, I still think the truth is out there, you know. The truth. <laughs> Was spiders ever put in the bowl? Who put spiders in the bowl? That's what I want to know. <gasps> What's in the bowl? <laughs> Wasn't me, man. I don't know. I don't remember putting spiders in the bowl. Shout out to Bulgaria. Shout out to Spider. Shout out to everybody who listened to this whole podcast. Yeah, shout out to, uh, once again, Silvic Blue for our intro music. Uh, Thank our you. Our outro music is... Um, Komiku, uh, the Lonely Planet, or the Lovely Planet, I think. Um, it's a great tune that we like listening to. Uh, as always, please hit us up. Uh, our email address is kicking and streaming pod. That's four full spelled out words kicking and streaming pod at gmail.com or on Twitter at your fave podcast, Y O 